You're listening to the Soul Strategies Podcast with your host, Z. Cohen Sanchez. We hope you enjoy the latest episode and thanks for tuning in. Hi, everybody. Happy, happy, what day is it? Saturday? Jesus, Saturday. Wow. The week has flown by. I'm super excited to be here with you guys today. As usual, just going to let folks get on here really quick. We'll get it shared out. Um, in the meantime, I have some super cool news for everybody. Um, today is the last day of our Kickstart program for our, for our current cohort that's in right now. And it's so exciting, guys, because there, we had 13 candidates in this cohort, all of them incredible candidates. All of them have raised great, great, or many of them have raised a great amount of money. Um, and the folks that haven't, um, have really gotten so much, so much out of it. I mean, they've made community connections that are lasting community connections, uh, and really just pushed their campaigns to the next level. So, you know, this is really what this work is all about. Um, it's really about getting out in the community, doing the work, but, but running real races, not running races where we're just getting our name on the ballot and that's it, but running races that are highly competitive um, and that really make a statement because that's really, as progressives, what we need to be doing. Um, getting our name on the ballot just to get our name on the ballot is just you know, if you ask me, it's just not good enough. I think that we really need to be doing the hard yards and we need to be taking this work really seriously. Um, because if we don't take it seriously, then nobody's going to take our movement seriously. So I'm just, you know, again, I want to just sort of give a shout out to our incredible cohort of, of folks that are going to be wrapping up with us today. And, you know, it's, it's really just the beginning for them. You know, this is really the beginning of their campaigns. Most of them, you know, their election isn't for two years. So we're going to be interfacing with them a lot more. Um, but at least for now, they have gotten to the point in their fundraising where they're ready to go out and be on their own and do it. And that is so incredibly exciting to me that we've been able to give them the tools that they need um, and the experience to have confidence to go out there and, and do it alone now. Um, and I just, I can't wait to see where their campaigns go. I mean, we, you know, we uh, work with folks all the way from local level races, city council, school board, all the way up to stuff as, as big as Senate, governor. Um, and this group has been really a mixed bag, really all over the country. And they've all really pulled their weight. So I'm so excited for them to venture out. And I'm even more excited for our folks that are going to be joining us uh, in five days on December 10th for our next cohort that's starting. So I'm... I'm so, you know, I, I can't wait to see all of our groups sort of interface and help each other, which is what will eventually happen. So just wanted to give that shout out before we get started. Um, but now we have a couple folks on, so I will get started about our topic today. So our topic today, um, as you guys can see, is how to build your campaign when neither party has the momentum. Yeah. Not an easy one to talk about, right? Um, so I guess that we have to start with getting real, right? Um, the Democrats uh, didn't win by a lot <laughs> this time around. Uh, it was a very close call and it really proved, well, it proved a couple of things, right? I think that it proved that 
One, the pe people in our country are really sick of politics as usual and that we, we really need to change that. I think that, you know, when Bernie, uh, I mean, I think that this is sort of uh, a bit controversial, but I'll, I'll be honest, was screwed out of the election. I think that that really threw a wrench in a lot of people's participation in this country um, politically. And, you know, I think that that, that showed on election day. It really did. Um, Biden won. Um, that is clear as day. There's no, you're not going to hear me or anybody else on our staff ever say that he didn't. Um, but was that win good enough? Do you ask me? No, because the reality is, is that we could end up back in that situation in four years with another fascist. Uh, it might not be Trump, but it, it will be somebody else. And so my question that you know I pose is, what are we going to do to, to not be back in that situation? And that's something that we need to start working on right now. That's not something that we can work on two years from now or three years from now. We need to be putting in that hard work now. So when you're thinking about your campaign or a campaign that you're working for, uh, you know, this question of how do you build a campaign when neither party has the momentum is a really important question because we have to really sort of figure out what are people thinking and what do people want? And that isn't really easy to do. Um, and there's a couple of ways that we can do that. So some of my advice initially for you is do not piggyback off of platforms that aren't working, right? So this is my first tip and it is so important. I'm going to say it again. Hey, you're listening to the Soul Strategies Podcast. Take a moment to listen to some of our esteemed champions and their takeaways from the program. And I'm glad that I was a part of that, that I had the opportunity to even be involved with that, with some legitimate organizations that help people who want to do right by other people, you know, by communities. You know, utilize my, my resources, utilize my networks. Um, this has, the last month, I've had some tremendous things happen. It's your time to become a leader. Go to soulstrategies.com to find out more. Don't piggyback off of platforms that aren't working <laughs> because what that does is that doesn't help your campaign, it doesn't help your constituents, and it, it essentially it's not helping anybody. It's not even helping the party. So if you're in this to help the party, that's also not going to help the party. Um, you know, the we're going off something that doesn't work is not is just not a good tactic. So we know, for example, that almost 70% of this country supports Medicare for all right now. So piggybacking off a platform that doesn't give people Medicare for all is not a very good strategy um, when it comes to campaigning. It's just not. Uh, we really need to go with what the people are looking for. Now, that's not to say that you need to mold yourself into a candidate that that appeals to everybody because one that's not physically possible you there's no way that every candidate is going to appeal to every person which is exactly why we don't target the entirety of the vote right like when we go out there to do get out the vote work we are only targeting the people that we think are likely to vote for us and there's a reason why that we do that and that's because again it's physically impossible to have every single person agree with one candidate. It's just, it's never going to happen. So what, but what we do want to do is we want to get the majority of, of folks in support. And the way that we do that is we have to do a couple of things. One is that we have to run a movement campaign, which is exactly what we do here at Soul Strategies. We don't 
work on centrist campaigns because we know that frequently they don't work. And the reason why is because they there's a lot of assumptions made, I believe, in centrist campaigns. Um, and actually, the Republicans do this well. So you know what? I'm going to shout out the Republicans and, and the centrist. I will shout out anybody that I think when, when they're doing something right, I will shout that out and say that. And I think that the Republicans actually do this very well. But the centrists really, really fail to do this. And that is doing polling and understanding what the issues actually are in the community before you even consider doing a full-blown run, right? So, and I say that the Republicans do this well because they spend a lot of money on polling, right? And and they're doing correct polling. So I, I tell people frequently um, to, if you haven't yet, to go to Masterclass, which is a really great app. Uh, if you are a college student, you get it for a dollar for a year, which is like, pfft. and by the way, no promo. Uh, this is not like I have a, we have a huge following or anything, but, but like, I'm just letting everybody know this because this is really good information. This masterclass is a really, really good resource. And there's a great masterclass uh, by Karl Rove, who is quite a famous Republican, and uh, David Axelrod, who worked on Obama's campaign and many other really great campaigns um, and they talk a lot of, in in a certain section of their master class they talk all about polling and the reason why is because polling is just so critical it is absolutely critical you can't know what a community wants unless you do polling so um, one of the mistakes uh, that Carl Rove talks about and that I agree with 100% I've seen this done in campaigns time and time again is that you cannot assume because you've worked on another race and something worked, that it will work again. So you can't. There's no way for you to be able to do that. Um, in fact, it's actually really dangerous and it, it ends up, one, you can become extremely disconnected to the community if you do that. So you can end up, you know, really hurting yourself in many ways. And then two, you end up just wasting your time and everybody else's money. So when I say dangerous, I know that that can be kind of a dramatic word, but it is in the fact of that you are wasting everyday people's money um, doing things that aren't working. So we really, really, really need to make sure that research is happening so that we understand, you know, what is the popular opinion? What does the community want? And how am I going to run on a platform that serves the community. So um, you really want to start with a, you know, a, there are a couple of polls that you should be doing throughout the race, right? And at different points of your race, you're going to want to be doing different polls strategically. Um, and this is something at Soul Strategies that when you're working with us, we talk to you about a lot. But the very first poll that you want to do is something that we call a baseline poll. And again, Carl Rove talks a lot about this. Um, I almost feel like I'm like promotion, but I'm really not. Um, you know, it's just that, you know, Carl Rove is, is really good at polling, right? So uh, baseline polling is basically where we look at the favorables and the unfavorables and what the ballot question is, right? So there's always sort of a hot question in the community that people want answers to. Um, there's sometimes, there's usually a couple, right? Like there's usually a list of a couple of those things, but there's usually one that's a really, really, really hot bed issue. And that's the question in this poll that we're sort of seeking out, right? When we do it, um, usually our baseline polls are larger samples. So this poll is, you know, it's something that we do very, very, very early on, like a lot of times before candidates even announce, there will be a baseline poll that's performed so that we can start to look at what actually, you know, what, what matters to the community. 
And obviously there's going to be overlap. So again, we're not telling you to change all of your issues based on a poll. That's not what we're doing. What we're asking you to do is to bring your issues forward. And then we look at a poll to see where there's overlap in that, right? So it's really, really important that, that you start with that. Um, and so, you know, to do polling, you have to have money before you even start, right? And so what we do at Soul Strategies is we help you to raise that money so that you have the money to do your initial polls, hire your initial staff, your finance director, and everybody else that you need to run a successful campaign. And then the other part is that, you know, you really, really need to utilize digital media to build out your campaign in the beginning. Normally, I wouldn't say that. Normally, I would say, you know, you just need to do your call time. You need to, you know, you need to do your polling. You need to do these critical things. But the reality is that right now we are living in the middle of a pandemic. And because we're living in a pandemic, campaigning is changing and we need to adapt with that. That is incredibly important. We can't just sort of say, well, this is how movement campaigns work and we need to continue to do this. Because being that we're in a pandemic, the reality is that when we build out movement campaigns, after we've raised our money, done our call time, we've done our polling, we need to move on to what is our field plan going to actually look like. And the reality is now, guys, is that a lot of folks might not have a field that might not have field at all. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm really hopeful that in the next six months, we're going to get a vaccine and things are going to go back to relatively normal, or not normal, but at least, um, a new normal. Okay. Like, I guess we could just say that whatever that looks like, I don't know what that looks like right now. And it's kind of depressing to think about it, but, but whatever that is, right. Is that, you know, we, we need to just assume that it might not happen. We might not get a vaccine in six months. And even if we do get a vaccine, there's going to be a period of time in which we're going to have to make we're still going to have to make adjustments. So we're still going to have to be socially distant. We're still not going to be able to knock doors necessarily. So what I'm trying to say is that we need to plan at least for the next two years, what that looks like. And because we might not be able to knock doors, as you all know, in movement campaigns, that's going to be our high, highest voter of not just contact, but our, that's going to be the highest point of persuasion, which means that you know, we can make phone calls, we can send texts, we can do other forms of voter outreach, but it's not going to be as high engagement as when we get face to face with a voter. Um, so when you get to a door, you're seven times more likely to go out and vote for that person if you have some somebody from the campaign knocks on their door. And that goes up to even 10 when you have the candidate reach out to them and knock on their door. So because we might not have this, and it's such a powerful tool that we use as progressives in movement politics, we need to be planning out the next two years right now. And so at Soul Strategies, what we're telling folks is that we're saying that if we are able to knock doors, fabulous. That's going to be great, but we have to plan for the worst and hope for the best. And so the worst case scenario is we can't do that for the next two years. So the question becomes then what can we do instead um, to to make, make our campaign successful? And the only way that we can really do that right now is through utilizing digital media. Um, digital media to build out 
not just your campaign, but who you are, right? And not just who you are as a person, but who are you to the community is absolutely critical. So we see a lot of candidates that come through our door um, that are just doing one thing, right? They're just doing the call time or they're just doing digital media or they're just doing the emails, right? And the thing is, is that as progressives, we have to do all of these things to build a movement. We have to do the call time. We have to have the email program. We have to have the, a good digital presence. So all in this to say is that you really need to be thinking about all of these things in conjunction with each other, right? Um, having just digital media, if you're not doing those other pieces, is just useless. And same thing with call time and same thing with your emails and everything else, is that we only gather momentum when all of these pieces are working together. So you know, utilizing your digital media, once you've gotten past your, your call time, at least initially, that initial painful batch is that you really need to start thinking about how to utilize your digital media. And if you're a candidate, you should not be doing that on your own. You need professionals to be able to grow your network out organically, um, to be able to target your voters. So we are at a stage now in digital media where we're able to target people incredibly precisely. I mean, it is, it's kind of scary how precisely uh, we could target. And I don't know anything about that. We have a digital media specialist on our team, Anthony, who does all of our ad targeting um, and has done this for many years and really understands the ins and outs of how this works. But that has to be become, that has to become a new normal in movement campaigning is utilizing the digital ads, utilizing getting out to our voters online. Because the thing is, is that in movement campaigns, Instead of doing things the way that things have always been done, the reason why we're doing this is because we need to adapt with where the community is going. We need to meet voters where they're at, right? Which is why door knocking works so well for us because a lot of our constituents are at home because they don't have money you know, to be going out and, and doing things and enjoying. Um, and so we really have to just think about where our voters are right now. And our voters are mostly sitting online. And so we need to be able to find them. Um, so all in this to say, guys, is that how, how do you build your campaign when either party has momentum? You build it through a movement. That's exactly how you do it. And in order to build a movement, you need to have all these pieces working together really, really well. Um, and that's what we do here. That's what we do for folks. We help them to get all these pieces running smoothly so that the volunteers come, so that the excitement comes, so that the, you know, so that we have the big rallies and people get behind, uh, get behind you. That Because that's really what, what this is all about, is that we're in the business to not sell you campaign strategies. We are here in the business to make sure that you build a movement and you build community. So um, all in that to say, guys, is that you absolutely can build a movement campaign right now. You shouldn't stop yourself because of Corona, because you think people don't have money, because you think people don't have time. These are just all excuses that we need to get past because the reality is, is that even though Biden has won, we're still living in fascist America. Uh, we are still living in a time in history right now where a lot, a lot, a lot of people voted for a fascist. Uh, and that's scary. And a lot of people 
you know, might not have voted for Biden if they weren't threatened by that. And that's not fair either because people have morals and ethics and there's a lot that Biden stands on that they don't agree with, like fracking and and issues around the climate um, and issues around Medicare for all. Uh, so there's there are a lot of issues that I think voters are not, um, they're just not happy with. And so we have a duty to get out there and make sure that we are not in the same position that we were just this time last month in four years. So please, please get out there. Please give us a call if you want to run for office because we are ready for you. We have so many progressives, so many no corporate money candidates calling us wanting to make this happen. And we we still have space to do even more. And we, we have space to help run your campaign and to make it a really, truly unforgettable one.